Sweetheart, God had me to get on here and talk to you. It's very instructional on the things that God used me to say. And before he say anything to me, a lot of times he would just have me to feel. And God could come to us in so many ways. You're already aware. Sometimes God just speak right through me and I'm hearing for the first time while I'm saying it. And it's a little bit of all of that going on right now. But as I'm dwelling in the presence of God, I am created to be your help. I must help you. I must help continue to have you strengthened due to receiving the strength from God. Going through that necessary process, taking those steps to receive much more, much more of all of God, much more of everything good. And it's nothing to play around with. A lot of times you and I, you know, due to our spirituality, we are very sensitive. When we do things, we are easy to be convicted, especially if it's, you know, not purposeful for the assignment. Certain things you are aware that you can no longer do. And as you receive much more of who you really are and what God has already placed on the inside of you, the other things that you thought were there, that you thought was okay, is also behind. It's not in the path. It's not a part of the journey. You're easy to detect, you know, what to do, what not to do. You can clearly hear Holy Spirit having you to say certain things regarding our lifestyle we just cannot do. Every assignment, you know, is purposeful. And every person is purposeful, purposeful to fulfill and just listening to God and listening to our spiritual mom and dad and listening to other great leaders. Most importantly, listening to God. Every word that come out of God's mouth. We're not here to lollygag and play around, even though we benefit from being here. Being ambassadors, being here, being a mouthpiece of God, being here, being a written word of God, being here, being the eyes of God, being here, the mouth of God, being here, the ears of God, being here, the strength of God, being here, the power of God, being here, the love of God, being here, every other characteristic, being here. We are being while we're here. We are being here. And I have to help. And as you know, I'm learning too. I'm developing too. And I thank God he allowed me to pick it up so fast because I'm so serious about it. Continuing to go further, be as Jesus is. I feel that on the inside and I know it transfigures on the outside. The transformation is clearly evident. It's not people just saying Q is powerful, Q is anointed, Q is bold, Q is far up. They're naming the characteristics of God through Q, which means I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Separate myself from things the Holy Spirit say not to become entangled with, not to engage with. Like what Paul said to Timothy, go out. He sent them to a, a, a huge island in Greece and said, find elders. Find those who are serious about the gospel. Find those who are bold for the gospel. Find those who are alert. Not those who, you know, be drunk all the time. 
Wake up drinking in the drinking in the midday, drinking at night, buying all this property, having innocent people out of their homes with people buying land, thinking about themselves. Don't look for those type of elders. Don't look for those who just talk in the talk. Don't look for those who look like they walk in the walk. Look for those who know how to release God's corrections. Who has a passion for releasing every word out of God's mouth regarding every situation. It's not God's words being heard. Every other word could he saying, no, you hear God through me. And as an example, cannot play around with that gifting, cannot play around with that anointing, cannot play around with Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. It's that serious to be as Jesus is. Too many people don't know Jesus because he's being mis misrepresented. Sometimes we feel like we want to put on Christ. Sometimes we want to take on Christ. I thank God for the resources he placed here in the earth, but he also given me a mouth to declare and decree a thing, so shall it be established unto me. I command every organ to function as it ought to. All I need is Father, Son, Holy Spirit as my substance. I have the blood on the inside of me. I have a blood bought right. I cannot be strong some days and weak another day. But when he says in his word, when I'm weak, his strength is made perfect. You are encountering his strength is being made perfect. You hear it. You hear a difference from earlier and now. That's proof that you have what you say. It's proof that you seek, that you find. It's proof that you knock in his answer. It's proof before you call, he answer. It is proof the affection, favor, and prayer of a righteous man avail much. It is proof that I'm using my faith. It is proof that I'm only believing. It is proof that I'm receiving. It is proof with the words I'm saying. It is proof of my demonstration of power of God on the inside of me that's clearly shown on the outside. As the living word of God, Having his words come to pass. And when I hear others preach what God used me to say, that's how I know. That's how I hear. And that's how I see I'm where I'm supposed to be. Because God will put people in your path, put your ears in other people's path, and put your eyes in others' paths to see the confirmation that you are where you're supposed to be. Because they're saying the same things that God has you to say, hear, and know. And God's telling me about our lifestyle. It cannot be like everybody else. We have a very sacred covering. And we're not the only ones. I'm only talking about you and me. Praying a lot. Coming away a lot with God. Because we have an ear to hear the voice of God. And speak prophetically like God. Just speaking strictly through us. Giving us visions and dreams. Prophecies and warnings. Seeing what's going on in the heaven all day. Seeing what's going on in the earth all day. And see what's going on in demonic realms all day. That is nothing to play around with. I must be watching. I must have my ears open. I must 
Be focused. That is a must. My mind is made up to fulfill exactly what he has written down concerning me and to push you further and further for you to also encounter all that he has for you. A lot of times God's saying to me that you do things and feel like, you know, it wasn't a good idea to do that. But the thing about it is, sweetheart, you know it beforehand. It's all about our decision making. It's all about our decision making. We living and we learning. But I thank God that we picking it up really fast. Because people need to see the real, the real deal. Not saying they're not. But many people are turned away because they see some of God some of the time. And they see some of man on the inside of us as a people some of the time. And it's confusing people. One minute you want to believe. One minute you want to say you sick. One minute you want to say you this. Next minute you want to say you broke. One minute you want to, you know, use your faith. Next minute you want to doubt. It's like you go back and forth. We have to stay committed. And I'm speaking overall. Commitment is being as Jesus is. Commitment is laying at the feet of Christ. Committed is just only believing. Not finding another substitute. There are none. If this man said this, then I'm going to believe with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. But the more I acknowledge his ways and he directs my path, the more I see his way of understanding. Understanding more of God. Understanding more of God. Just knowing about the supernatural life alone is so powerful. Intensifies my fire for God. And it's my duty, it's my pleasure, it's an honor, it's a privilege to make sure that I continue to have you to continue to prosper in all that you do. But during this time, it's very powerful that you watch what you say. And you watch what you pay attention to. We cannot say hallelujah and then be entertained by horror. It's not going to work. If it's not pleasing to God, it's not pleasing to us. If God wouldn't say it, it won't come out of our mouth. If God won't go there, if God won't do that, then we won't do it either. We are good stewards. And that's what we're going to forever be. A lot of times we feel so convicted when we do what we know we're not supposed to do. By trying to convince ourselves it's okay to do. But we know some things is just not okay. Go according to our lifestyle. It goes according to the purpose, our destiny, our journey with God. As those sitting before God and here before God, we have to live a certain lifestyle. Now, it's okay to have fun and fellowship and hang out and go places, but there's a limit to that because there's no limitation to what God wants to do in and through us. Hallelujah. There are no limits to what God is doing in and through us. But we must limit ourselves from things that's not 
You understand? It's actually contrary to actually hear what God has to say. I cannot hear certain things. I cannot engage in certain things. I have cleaned out my past of everything. Old movies. It takes me a week to find a good movie, which means that I need to write some. Even with the gospel plays, every marriage is not bad. Every pastor is not a hypocrite or money hungry or sleeping with a secretary. Every family is not broken up. Every husband is not, you know, cheating. Every father even, it doesn't mean that he left the home. Every child didn't grow up fatherless, motherless. It's good to showcase the good in women people, the good that God is doing in and through us. Even with the music. I can't hear certain songs anymore. Now, there are some songs that are R&B that brings glory to God, but it's just in that category. There are some oldies but, oldies but goodies that's romantical. If it's not about sex, violence, and drugs, hurting someone, how can I watch violence and I'm here to cause that disease? That's hypocrisy. Just like a Pharisee, Christ was so quick to correct the Pharisee. You walking around with scrolls and scripts, Back and way back, even I bring up even Isaiah for an example, prophesying about how Christ's going to come in and not look so appealing in the flesh that he don't even look like he will be a Messiah. He's going to be overlooked. And as he's there and his disciples picking out food on the Sabbath, they tell him he cannot do it, but they know he's a Messiah, but they don't really believe because if they turn around what they've been prophesying about, they would have been there right with him. They kept trying to mock him. Even when it came to Mary Magdalene. Which is Mary from Magdalene. Isn't she supposed to go through this punishment for committing adultery? For selling her body? Doing this evil deed? And yet they filled with so many things that's unpleasing to God. That's why no one was able to cast any stone. Not a first one, not a second one, not a third one. Have to really be an example here. I thank God I'm so rich in word. I'm so rich by identifying, you know, the beautiness of his presence. I'm so rich in hearing. I'm so rich in prophecies. I'm so rich in my giftings. I'm so rich. God said to me the other day, why do people go through all of that strategizing to go viral for themselves? And put my name on it. Do you know what people go through to go to go through the necessary steps to go viral? That's not how I have most of them to even do. And if I did would elevate them and if I choose to elevate them in such a way, it wouldn't be exactly how they're doing it. So who's submitted, who's committed and who's not?
Who's in it for my glory sake and who's not? Why are you all are so focused on numbers, say of God? Quantity and quality are two different things. But the quality brings forth multiplication without a limitation. It adds things into your life. It multiplies things in your life. It divides things in your life. And it subtract things from your life. Why are you guys so focused on numbers? Why are you so focused on popularity? Why do you think that? Because the more people you have, the more people that you think you can reach as if you're more powerful than someone who reached one. Christ never counted how many people he fed. The people did. He departed so much. And every time he departed, what did he do, Sam God? He prayed. Transfigure in the presence of Elijah and Moses. Spent more time with those who are heavenly hosts than those who are here because they can relate faith to faith, spirit to spirit. Because it's not so easy to minister to someone who's just not getting it. Or they say they got it and something come up in the, in the rise in their life. There's no shine because their faith fell. I cannot be that woman to just have a normal lifestyle. I can't. It's not created for me to do. I can't sit around every day and hanging out and going to this place and going to that place and going to this and do, doing that and going to this, you know, cafe and that thing. And that's it. I cannot go anywhere, but it's all unto the glory of God. I cannot be doing all these things and. Dressing certain ways and eating, I mean, not eating, but, you know, being filled with wine all the time and all these things. I can't live like that. I'm on an assignment. You are on an assignment. And God's pulling me to tell you, watch what you're saying. I don't know what you say, but watch it. Your lifestyle is not mediocre. You are called for greatness, we heart. Now, it's one thing to minister, but there's another thing. To be called. You are called by name. And the name he has given you. Is for a lifetime. Your lifestyle has to show. That you are an oracle. A written mouthpiece. Nothing in your life right now should say nothing other than that. And nothing in my life should not say that I'm not a help to that. 
I release and the atmosphere surrender it. Father, we surrender. We surrender. I don't want no other way. I don't want you sometimes, even though I don't have you sometimes, but you know what I mean from what I watch, what I hear, and what I do. It must be unto the glory of God. Even when it comes to the movies, the networks gotta be mindful. Can't watch anything contrary to why I'm here. You either, sweetie. Even when it comes to the video games. You can't live a life and say that it's not that serious, then you wouldn't have been here. I lead by an example. And many people are inboxing me, messaging me, and God using them to say to me that they are watching. And God will send people your way just to let you know, to remind you, you are being watched. So as an example, give them what they are worth, seeing God, encountering God, encountering Christ, receiving the Holy Spirit. I go places sometimes, people just surrender to God just because of the presence thereof. I have to preach all the time that people know power doesn't come any other way but by and from God. So we have to stop looking at each other as if we're actually doing something. But the thing about it is, even though he's doing the work, we accept the work to be done through us as an example. So we play a part that's why it's called a relationship. It's give and take. And when I take, I give. And that's the good measure because guess what? It's giving back in a greater measure. I don't want to hear no gossip. If somebody come to me venting, it's okay. But you're going to leave my presence feeling inspired, encouraged. You're going to feel better. I can't and I won't be anybody but who I am. You understand? God said there are some great songs and a lot of artists here, you know, jazz, you know, reggae and all of that. All of the songs, not bad, but just know which ones they hear. Allow Holy Spirit to minister unto you while you're listening. And if you hear something that I bring across you, say of God, that you know it's not of me, turn it off. You say you want to go all the way, right? It requires all of you to go all the way. 
Not sometimes, not most of the time, not every other day, all of you, all the way. Many of us think being powerful is being influential ourselves, but we putting ourselves in it. We can't think about us when we're being used. We got to release him. That's why Q's so powerful. Because I'm relating him. It's relational. Everybody can relate to his goodness. You're still here. I hear completely directly from God's mouth. And I release. And a lot of things, largely speaking, is that many of us just speak traditionally. And God just shaking things up a bit. I thank God that I get testimonies now. Q, you know, I misunderstood you. Because I'm not used to seeing that type of gift. I never really seen nobody speak and it's straight from God like that. You're prophesying. We get that. We understand prophecies. We all speak prophecies. But your God is talking through you to us sometimes. There's a difference and differences of when you're speaking and when you're releasing prophetically. God's showing us how he moves in and through you in every way, just about. You could be speaking prophetically, you know, saying from God, then you can start speaking from God like it's first person, and then go back to like third person in the conversation. That's powerful. To hear you say something and then God sends someone else to back up what he just used you to say. That's powerful. I had some people to say, I'm going to hear other messages just to see if I hear what you said out of that message. And every time I hear something that God used you to say, people do those things. I have 3,500 and something Facebook friends. And out there, 3,500 and some friends only 600 of them are people that I know. Church friends, church family, excuse me, church family, my family, school friends, childhood friends. That's it. Everybody else I never even met. And God sent them to me. That's why I don't really, God showed me how to, not broadcast how many friends or how many followers because they're not following me. They're following Christ through me. Every time I post them something or go live, God say, don't even revisit it back unless you want to hear a word, but don't even look at the views. Don't look at the comments. Don't look at idiot. Just look at your obedience due to it. I went to Africa, I told you, 2014 was my last trip. 
to minister going back very soon, but I'll be going a company of you whenever that time is. I just know it's soon. No rush, but they're rushing me <laughs> on their end. <laughs> and it was so many people God used me to minister to. If I can count, the least was 3,000 in this entire village to come see this one woman who came all the way from America by an inv- by invitation on social media who she never even met. Now I had some, it was kings and queens I met in Nairobi and Kakamega, Namasada, Muyahi, all these places. And me and them said the same thing. You came all the way here because God told you to? Yeah. And no one said I would have done that. So what does that say about servanthood? I can't be focused on anyone's car, anyone's home, anyone's bank account. I can't look at all of that, not even focus on silver and gold. Because that has nothing to do with my purpose of being here. What I have is so much more than that. And for those who have that, I have a word that keep you releasing and receiving more of that. Every resource not bad. You just got to know that you're not the source to the resource. God is. Hallelujah. I thank God so much for everything. And about at least 3,000 people were there. And they were so amazed. I had like three or four translation translators, excuse me, because... Some of them got tired of translating so long from so many people so they all can hear. And I was like, you know, three to five thousand people were blessed by the word of God, rededicated their lives and some giving their lives. And God said to me, don't ever give a number again, Quenisha. He said that to me. I can't say what he said to somebody else. He said and he always give an explanation as to why, especially if you don't really understand. He was all no good thing. I said, yes, God. He knew I didn't know. He said, don't ever say a number because it's always more than that. It may look like 3,000, 5,000. It's so much more than that because they're going to tell somebody that knows somebody that tell somebody that knows somebody that tell somebody. Everybody has an encounter with the woman, with, woman at the well. You'll be blessed. You're going to share that good news. And who doesn't want good in their life? We created from good. Hallelujah. I thank God so much for his goodness. Let me tell you what God said to me. I don't even know how and what. He's going to give me a rod. And... I was like, you want me to make one? I wouldn't even know how to make that. And God says, he's going to give me a rod. I'm like, I don't even know too much even about that. 
And he says so many miracles going to come for whenever I point this rod in whatever direction. It's like the miracles. God, Jesus Christ. It's not just for, you know, biblical, you know, uh, encounters and testimonies. We are also biblical. God is still the same. So, sweetheart, God had me to get on here. I don't know. I don't know any, too much about no rod. I'm, I'm, I'm not even lying. I really don't. But he's going to give me one. I'm talking to you. And I have a zero tolerance for not fulfilling. I can't live to try to please anybody. Must be him only. I had people walk away from me because I pleased God. I had somebody tell me one time, you got too much faith and we not seeing anything. So I'm tired of believing, getting my feelings hurt. Pretty much they said they get being tired of patience. And I had someone walk away from me. Very good friend. Amazing woman of God. She got tired of using faith. She said, you feel with all this faith and nothing is happening when we want it to happen. No, I want it when God wanted it to happen. But you want it right when you want it to happen. There is no lesson learning that. How is your curtain going to be building from that? There's a lot of immaturity going on. You have to develop and become more mature by waiting. And you don't want to wait. My feelings were hurt. I cried to have someone walk off on me like that. But the person seeing my life prospering, they'll be back. Sometimes the enemy will put people in our path to keep us quiet, to keep us distracted, to keep our lives cluttery. And Satan knows just how to do so. I never came across a scripture at the time that Satan could disguise himself as an angel. Because I really thought that that angel was sent from God. To tell me I was marrying the right man. I asked over and over different miracles to take place. And they did. Still wasn't God. You understand? And God said to me, even while you and I married, there are going to be people who find you appealing. And there are going to be people who find me appealing. But that's not our focus. We're not immature. We are trustworthy. We're not insecure. I am not that woman, sweetheart. I'm all in. If I felt like God gave me a some kind of a man and not a whole of a man, you know, he wouldn't even came to me like that for real. Because God know me more than I know myself. And I know much of myself to know Q ain't rocking like that with no man. If I got to feel like some kind of way when you're around certain people, certain women, that's, that says a lot about our ministry. There are going to be times I'm not around and you're going to be praying for women. You understand? Even women that find you attractive. Better hear me. 
I see it. You understand? In fact, you're doing that now. <laughs> Holy Spirit is just talking so much to me. There's someone, you know, that I, it was an altercation of two men, you know, going at it and got me to pray for them because neither one of them heard correctly. I'm not neither one of your wives. So why are you about to fight when well, you should be walking in love? You're not hearing. Hear right. And one person is so determined. The rest of them, let me tell you how amazing it is. God would give you the right words to say to the men and would send them back in the right direction and they can respect that. But it's always going to be sometimes somebody who's not going to respect that request. So I have a person that I have to keep praying to God for. Because they're, going to, they're missing their real woman of God that could be right there beside them and she's watching him trying to get with me who's not for you. And try to use God to do it. If it times I had to duck down from this person, run from this person, hide. Person could be so sarcastic sometimes. Or you missed your breakthrough because you didn't, you know, message me back. And you can tell how sneaky, you know, Satan is and how you're using this person. Because now you're starting to comment on my statuses, but you comment in messenger. Why you can't comment like everybody else is under the status? Why you got to be sneaky about it? Because you know what you're doing ain't right. And that's what turn people away sometimes from church when they see that type of behavior. Supposed to be in there for a purpose. You're in there for yourself. Try to please your flesh. And you've been doing that since 2010. And I've been telling you since 2010, I am not that woman. And get upset about it. Now I look on my phone this morning. I got two missed calls on Messenger. Now you're starting to call. Man of God, no, mighty man of God, mighty man of valor, stop. Because I need your giftings, but I'm not to be given over to you. Hallelujah. And I speak to every man and every woman. That is stop. Many of us try to use anointing and try to give a word to win over somebody. You can't win over them. That's supposed to be one in that direction. You have to know that you already won. So we cannot be under the influence of Satan. And don't I know it? God used this woman like he used Paul and just about everybody else. Take that very same thing that the enemy tried to use for bad and use it for good to bless others. Using me to keep him out making that decision. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. You don't want to go down that road. Trust me. So you might want to hear what I got to say. That's why God used Paul to minister to the Greeks. I know you want to hear what I got to say. Because I used to think like you. I used to be you. Preaching to the Gentiles. You understand? God is really in this area of marriage. Those who are already married and those who will be married. But the ones who God desired to be married, which are people who, you know, everybody, but some people like it's in the word, just don't want that. 
Some have their own reason not to want the full potential, not to even walk in their full potential. That's why we got nuns and we got monks. How can you give your body as a sacrifice when Christ is the ultimate sacrifice? Hallelujah. The devil tried to cause us to cut out, cut down our, you understand? What's the word? Legacy. Try to downsize it. Shrink it. We don't want this. We don't want multiplication. We don't want to be fruitful. We don't want to multiply. We don't want to replenish the earth. But that's what God said. That's an instruction. We have to want what he wants. I can't want every other thing that he wants. And when it comes to things I don't understand, then I say, nah, let's wait a second. Because I don't know what you're doing. I don't understand it. Lean not to our own understanding. And I'm saying to you right now, sweetheart, these are instructions from God, you know, being used, you know, using me to say this to you, basically. Whatever's not pleasing unto him, stop. Whatever you say, whatever you do. And that goes for me too. Certain things you just cannot do. And you know what they are because you feel convicted by it. But I don't want you to have that testimony in your lifestyle that I saw and I witnessed you doing a couple of times. You would do something and then feel convicted after it. And then you'll cry out, fill me up, God. I just want you, God. You know before you do it, don't do it. That go for me first. Everything I'm saying, you start with me first. And if you want to take it better, just be saying it that way. I don't care. It applies to me too. Now sitting here watching Nighttime Women Network, BET, and watching this and watching that, when it's contrary to what I'm actually here to do. You understand? Seriously. God said, wanting to go viral without seeking him is receiving a demonic virus. It's like a demonic virus wanting to go viral. Many do everything they can. What it take? For what? What's the purpose? For that golden ticket? What is a golden ticket? With that invitation to Hollywood, is that even what God want? Is that even how he want it? Would you feel less worth of being here or less, you know, influential, the, the less people you have? Christ could care less about any of that. And that's why he departed a lot. There have been times people were following me thinking that they cannot have a good day without hearing a word from God to me. And Christ would tell me sometimes, hide behind the building. I would hide and watch them run right past me. Did we just see her? How did she disappear that fast? Because they were making me their Lord on the way. Anytime somebody say, I can't have a good day without seeing you. I got to get a word from you. I need you to do this in order for me to feel better. You made me your Lord on the way. And Christ will pull me away every time that happens. Because I'm not. 
And it goes for all of us. We can all speak and teach and talk. But who's demonstrating the miracle signs and wonders? Who's speaking like God here in the earth? Who's speaking with such confidence? Who's making a difference? Martin Luther King and people that made history, that's not it for us. It gets greater. So imagine, visualize how much more greatness upon your life to bring the past. That's why I need you to fulfill. If I didn't need you, God wouldn't have given you me. He could have had me to fulfill alone. You understand? I thank God for you so much. We got to stop thinking people powerful due to putting the power and attention on people unaware. Like, you just so amazing. You're so powerful. You're so anointed. I mean, I understand that. That is true indeed. But don't look at it as if I did something to get it. In a sense of it's only him doing the work. Now, what I did to be used is just, you know, be open for it. Obey the voice. To allow his voice be behind the voice. And there is a, you know, a lot comes with using our faith. I told you before in the beginning, God is our everything. God is our source. We are not going to say what God don't say. We're not going to be up worrying about nothing. You understand me? There was a time God had me to hear your testimony. One time you believe in God for a bigger vehicle or something like that. And I went to God and I, I pretty much tore those words down. And I began to say what was supposed to have been said. Thank you. A lot of times we want better, you know, but the thing is, we have to know better to do better. And we need to help each other. We do. You help me so much. I learn so much. I grow from you so much. I be sharp and cutting everything, and it feels so good. See, when you're able to say it feels good, then you know you're mature, and I mean it. Hallelujah. I will correct you if you need to be corrected, and please correct me. Respectfully, that is. I wouldn't call you out on anything like that. I would say, sweetheart, how about this? God is saying this to me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's about right. <laughs> You understand. And you do the same with me. We both filled with wisdom. But there are a lot of things that God wants us to say, you know, on one accord. Yeah, it's exactly because we're saying exactly what he's saying. Agree? Agree. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm representing him. I cannot be caught off God representing him always. You understand. It don't look right me representing him and say something with an attitude to somebody. Or wild out or Kirk off or you understand. Debate or you understand. The next. Okay. God said wait for that one. Okay. That's a prophecy. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> I could just talk about prophecies all day with you. That could be, do you understand that's my conversation? That's my lifestyle. 
I can carry a whole day with a conversation about what's to come. I can speak more about what's to come than what's already here, right here. <laughs> because things that I see is subject to change. That's not my reality. So I can speak more from, you know, happens reality. That's where I dwell. You understand? <laughs> I have so much to say about the future, but I will wait. <laughs> and I love that you, you know, you believe in me. <laughs> And you just get, you know, new information <laughs> and look forward to it coming to pass. Hallelujah, sweetheart. I love you so much. It's later than what I thought it was. I'm sitting up in the presence of God. It's an aroma in here. Very sweet. Earlier, remember I said, I want to taste and see. I'm tasting. It's sweet. <laughs> it's sweet. <clears throat> The sweet taste that God is so good. You understand? This is how your attitude, my attitude is supposed to be. If somebody was to say or do something that's troublesome to anybody dear to us, what would our response be? Would it be, you mess with my family, you mess with me? Or would it be, God, what do you have me to do concerning this thing? You understand? Have to turn the other cheek all the time. Being an example. If I was that mother to flip out when something happened to my child, how would that have me to look as a virtuous woman? No, God, how do you have me to address this situation? About my child, about my loved one, my sister, my brother, my mother, my father, my cousins, my uncles and aunts. How do you have me to address this? Because the thing is, everyone leave change. Everyone leave feeling better. No one should leave out of the presence of God feeling worse. Because that's not the presence of God. Because our Father is good. So you're going to encounter good. It's automatically. It's an exact guarantee. You understand? I love you so much, my love. No more of any of that, Father. We just, right now, just want to just do this. Do this with me. Father, we surrender every promise unto you. Everything that you have regarding your plan, that you have written down, the things that we are aware of, the things that we are not, we give it over to you. And we thank you that you bless it. Lift up every thought that we have on our mind, every word that's written in our heart concerning what you're saying, we give it back over to you. And we thank you for releasing it back onto us. We rededicate our lives to you. Mindful of what we do, what we pay our attention to, and what we say. It feels so good to live the exact way that you have already preordained for us to live and walk out here. We're not playing around while we're here, period. But we thank you that we have a life of enjoyment and excitement due to benefiting from being here because we're here with purpose, on purpose, God. Holy Spirit, continue to be our intercessor. 
leading us in all truth. We will never ignore your words of wisdom anymore. If it's no, no. If it's go to the left, it's to the left. If it's look up, look up. If it's praise, it's prayer. If it's prayer, it's prayer. If it's fast, it's fast. Jesus, you already know you are our Lord. We receive you as our Lord and personal because it is personal because we have a relationship as our Savior. I thank you that your eyes are upon me. No more foolishness. No more playing around. No more anything that you didn't even say. And I thank you so much for that. You are so good. You are so worthy to be praised. You are our Lord. You are our Messiah. You are the rock of all ages. You are our foundation. And I thank you so much, God, for giving your only begotten son because you so love us. We submit, we commit to this purpose. Everybody you have in our lives and you will place in our path. We thank you that it's already straight. It's already assured. It's already affirmed. Even when we come across disappointment, even due to betrayal by others, it can happen. It has happened. We're not moved by that. We move by your love. And we release only that because it's love and peace. It's love and joy. It's love and patience. It's love and kindness. It's love and generosity. It's love and faithfulness. It's love and gentleness. And it's love and self-control. And we know how to control ourselves. I thank you, God, for helping us. I thank you, Christ, for being there with us as well. And Holy Spirit, continue to comfort as you do. Sweetheart, I am not playing around. I am not playing around. As to why I'm here to help you. And I know you are serious too. You say you are hungry. What are you hungry for? What are you hungry for? You want to overflow, an overflow of what? What you already have. And so much more of it. That's your answer. Exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can ask or even think. We are here on an assignment. It's going to require a lot of travel. For his name's sake. He already know what he's doing for. He already have done it. We don't have to try to figure out anything. There's a lot for me to say to you right now, but I only have five minutes. And what I have said thus far is very rich. Whenever God has me to talk to you, it's going to be straight from my heart, from my spirit. Not much of my personality. I just received a promotion spiritually. And I thank God for when I'm weak, his strength is made perfect. Because you heard me weak today. You heard me vulnerable today. And the day is not over. And listen to me. Don't he answer. Don't he do it every time. He never lie. And he never will. 
He promised you a wife and led you to me. No matter how long it took, due to whatever took place, it's come to pass. But isn't he faithful? Because it shall and it is coming to pass. If he said it, Messiah, if he said it, he gonna do it. And when I came across that scripture, I knew right then and there, it's time to have God to start talking. If everything he says is a promise, I gotta get God to talk. So I listened. And that's how he began to flood me in as a little girl. Okay. So let me just listen to you then. If everything you say happens. And it been so, you know, amazing ever since. There are going to be some people that try to do things, to try to lure you to do things, or try to win you over, or get you to change your mind outside of the will of God. Regarding any person, place, or thing. And it's likewise with me. It happens. But I thank God that we focus. We are covered. I come against any form of persecution for those who are in the body due to another member in the body that we just, you know, freely receive what God has for all of us individually, that we continue to collaborate together and just move so spontaneously in this earth, releasing miracle signs and wonders miraculously. But I feel that, I feel that coming to pass after all that it took, you still see it through. You understand? I felt that. I really felt that. That God did not lie to you. <laughs> he did not lie to you. It looked like it probably was never going to happen. Here I am sitting there with another man. And that that would have me like, I don't, it don't look like what you said, God. You understand? And that moment when God had me to come to you and me to mention, I'm getting divorced. I can imagine. I read that status you had. You went. You you posted up quickly. You posted up quickly about that encounter about most. I mean Joseph. And I will never forget when you said that. Never forget. You gave you gave God praise immediately. Thank you God for putting love in my heart and giving me a brand new start. Immediately, immediately. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you for praying for me. God said he's been praying for you. You praying for me? <laughs> That's so amazing to know. Continue to do so. As I continue to pray for you. I'm here. I'm available. I just thank God. That I'm here. And I'm not here alone. I have help. It's my time for now, sweetie. Every word I said is true, and it shall to come to pass. I feel it coming to pass. I feel it. I felt it when I said it. How? I felt everything that you had to go through that process, and I feel the end results of this thing. My God. 
is so beautiful. <laughs> so bright. <laughs> Your future is so bright. <laughs> I got to go. Greater things in us <laughs> than he's in the world. I'm so floating, God.